0: Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga. I'm an experienced, registered yoga teacher with over 15 years of teaching experience, a certified personal trainer, and an entrepreneur. My mission, what I stand for, is this, to help you develop into a purpose-driven, confident yoga teacher one who truly understands anatomy and how to share it clearly and effectively so that you can help your students learn and as a result, grow your impact and connection. This mission reflects the core ways of being that I work to develop in teachers, confidence, clarity, purpose, impact, and connection. Through my mentorship program and my online learning program called Your Yoga Anatomy Blueprint, I help yoga teachers build their skills in the area of learning anatomy but almost more importantly help them learn how to move beyond their self-limiting beliefs so that they can be strong, confident, and clear when they teach. I know from experience that personal barriers are just as important to address as learning anatomy for teachers. I also recognize that the current system of training teachers is leaving them with a gap both in their anatomy knowledge and areas of personal growth. I hear more times than not, I graduated from my teacher training, but I'm too afraid to teach. My mission is to help you move past the fear, embrace your true nature, teach you the key aspects of anatomy so you're armed with what you need to know to be an effective teacher and coach you along the way. On the podcast here, you'll get a blend of both anatomy learning, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. For more information on my programs, see my website, barebonesyoga.com. All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, and this is episode 60. So today we've got a special guest on the podcast and I absolutely love having guests on because as you guys know, I oftentimes do a lot of my episodes solo. Um, Today we've got Alon David. He is the founder and CEO of the 90X Goal Planner System. And I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about himself and the system he's created and why goal setting has been so pivotal for him in not only his life, but in the lives of all who subscribe to his planning system. Now, I wanna start out by framing this a little bit by sharing how I was introduced to Elon. My business mentor, James Wedmore, not only uses his system, but also had him as a guest speaker at a recent three-day entrepreneurial conference I attended back in October in Irvine. And some of you may have listened to the podcast episode I did literally from the hotel. Um, if you missed that one, it was back you know, in October. I can actually link to it in the show notes. I was so inspired by Alan's presentation and so firmly believe in my own business and life how important goal setting is for moving forward that I wanted to have him on the podcast. Now, Alan knows that this is a podcast for yoga teachers and I can share from my own experience as a teacher that whether you're teaching full-time or part-time, you're juggling a lot. Now, also, most yoga teachers are at one point in their development and career, and they have dreams and visions of moving forward to the next point. So the idea of goal setting fits in perfectly with this. So having said that, I want to start out by having you share. I, I read a little bit about your background. Um, I would love to have you tell that story kind of from your own you know, recollection and what inspired you to develop the system.
1: Sure, sure. So, first of all, thank you, Karen, for having me on my show. Really, uh, on your show, really, Aspar, thank you for having me. Sure. I, I've never done yoga, <laughs> so that's something that I definitely should be doing and was recommended a hundred times to do. But I'm the guy who was always moving around. But that's probably something that I would like to do uh, in addition to my meditation, which I only started a year ago. So, I think that ah, will will we'll tie in together. Plus, there's also a new thing that we're going to be adding to 90X, which is crystals and bands and things like that. So I think it would all tie in eventually, and it would all circle back. Yeah. However, so thank you for having me. Um, So I want to kind of touch base. So thank you for introducing that. I moved here about 25, 24 years ago from Tel Aviv, from Israel. Uh, My journey began in actually, you know, an immigrant moving to this country, no job, no experience. I was just like like 20 years old, 21 years old, $1,800 in my pocket. And I, I, you know, I was a student. So that's the best I could do. And and the best, the first job I landed, which was lucky, was literally picking up trash for $5.25. And I did that for about three years. And then at night, I was lucky enough to find another job. And that was cleaning shopping centers. And I'm not talking about driving a machine, cleaning it. I'm talking on your knees, scraping bubblegums. So I definitely did that for about three years while I was going to school. So the reason I'm sharing that is no matter where you are in your journey, Wherever you are right now, in the beginning, in the end, you in the middle, you want to change roads. You, it's always good to start from somewhere. Whole, I mean, I, I've been to the the worst points and I took it up. So wherever you are, you still have the opportunity to go up now and, and create your goal and your vision of what it is that you want to do. So there shouldn't be any limitations over there uh, or beliefs. But the thing is, we work from the past. Um when and i and will we'll take we'll start we'll go back to the beginning afterwards but i want to kind of take this because i think it will help people understand because most people don't create division the because they work from the place you know who am i who should i do that how should i do that i'm not i'm not the expert you know all those things come into play like there's thousands of yoga teachers out there right like why me
0: absolutely right, why me
1: and and as, as i began my journey i mean my first business as an entrepreneur was an insurance agent and i created that and i I moved that to a six-figure business, and then into the construction business, and then into the photography business, and I've done all those. But what tied it all together? It was all by creating a vision and a goal. I mean, it, I didn't just stumble upon an insurance company. I didn't just happen to work in a construction company, and not just work there. I took it to the highest level I could, which is six and seven figures. But it started with a vision, even just coming here. Like I said. Even though I picked up trash for $5.25, I was okay with that. It was no, I wasn't ashamed. Cleaning, shopping, I was completely fine with that because I knew my vision. I knew what I wanted to create. I knew what I wanted to do. I didn't know that this is what we'll be doing right now, 2020. But my vision was, they this is just temporary. The situation I in is just temporary. And I will always get better from there, right? Let me just, so, let me
0: stop you there for one sec. How yes. did you have the faith when you, knew kind of the gap between where you were and where you wanted to be? Like what kept
1: you? My vision, right? So I had a vision of creating businesses and really making a lot of money. That was my goal back then. Okay. Not anymore, but it was back then, but I always had the vision and I knew where I'm at right now. It's a beginning point. And if I just take it one step at a time, one step at a time and keep going and pushing and work from my vision, that's what I help. That's what I coach in my community. I have a a business community that we help entrepreneurs grow and any business pretty much grow is create your vision first. What it is that you want to create, you can. If I wanted to do yoga, all I got to do is start envisioning me doing that. Okay, that's the, that's the easy part. Now just go do it, right? Which takes the practice and consistency and all to actually do that. So it's not like, well, I can't do that. This is not for me. I'm too old or too young, whatever, right? It's all those excuses. But right. it's working from that vision, believing that, hey, this is my vision, and all I got to do is just one step, just one step. I, didn't, I don't need to get all the answers. I honestly, 24 years ago, if you spoke to me back then, I wouldn't even think about talking to you right now and mm-hmm. being over here and creating this journal, But because I didn't have to think that far. I just said, this is an opportunity. This is what I'm going to do. I'm in this country, and that's why I said I was lucky enough to find a job. Most people would not think that job is picking up trash and cleaning shopping. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't even be different. For me, it was like I was lucky. Yeah. I saw this an opportunity, you know, to step up.
0: So how did you get from those different jobs? You you mentioned the last one was photography and you had a photography
1: business.
0: How did you end up pivoting to this?
1: Yes. So all the jobs that I created and all the businesses that I created that were successful were all started from my goal system. Okay. 2014, the idea came of creating a planner because I said, you know what? I've been doing this for all those years, creating all those businesses and working from the same system. That I've created. And I said, you know, maybe there's a planner or something out there that can help me put everything in a nicer concept and it's easier. Couldn't find, use one planner, two planners, three planners, 25 planners. Couldn't find the perfect system. But like most people, I procrastinated. 2014 came the idea. I didn't do anything. 2015, 2016, because I worked from the place. Who am I to do this? Why should I do this? There's already a thousands of planners out there. There's already an expert. That guy's an expert. This guy's an expert. Who's going to buy my stuff, right? All those ideas that come when you want to create your own course, your own thing, your own business. But after three years of doing that, I realized that me doing the photography is great. It's fulfilling It's giving me enough money and I can support, but my impact is very small. I cannot impact anybody by doing that. And by deciding to finally go and create my own system, my own goal system uh, and actually launch it to the world, I knew that I was going to create a bigger impact and help more people achieve their goals. Because if I could do it with no guidance, support and help, then there's no reason that other people couldn't as well. So you were having
0: your own good results using your own process and you kind of morphed that into what you now offer people.
1: Exactly. Because I couldn't find somebody that had something that could say, hey, because I really wanted to have something that I could write my goals down. Yeah, I did find a lot of planners here, write your goal. What's your goal? But there's no system in place, right? I mean, you don't go to yoga and just sit there. I mean, there's a system. There's something that's helped you, I guess.
0: For sure. Do it right, right?
1: Yeah. Because yeah? yeah. you end up broken, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just, so there's a system. Now, I wanted to put the system to the world, but I didn't have a way. But I also worked from this place called Worst Case Scenario. Because look, you here I am, have a successful business. photography eight years in photography one of the top guys in san diego shooting photography and then who am i to create this planner i mean this like why should i do that but i work from the worst place worst place nobody's going to buy the planner i'm going to lose five thousand dollars it's going to take me about 80 90 days to create one because i already researched how long would it take me and you know i'll have a thousand planner for myself well that's the worst case scenario so now that i've eliminated all that now i can just move forward and create so you kind the product of accepted, that I want.
0: You kind of accepted, you did the worst case scenario and mapped it out so you could kind of get your mind comfortable with if that happens. So there's
1: no fear. So there's no fear. Like, what if it doesn't work? What if it does this? What if nobody buys? I already eliminated all those options. Acknowledge that it's possible. But now I said, okay, now that I know that this is the worst that can happen, I'll let me move forward. So anybody over there, the first thing that's wanting to create the yoga course or whatever it is that people are doing work from the worst case scenario what's the worst that can happen if you launch it and nobody buys nothing so and do you find
0: that people <laughs> often get stuck then where they don't even think about the worst case scenario they're just kind of stuck in that midpoint where they're afraid to move forward
1: they're afraid to move forward most people are afraid to move forward in my opinion right i mean in everything that we want to do because well what if we do this and it doesn't work because we work from past beliefs Things that wow. happened to in the past and we bring to the future because I did this and that happened, right? So the work from past belief. So I think when you eliminate the worst case scenarios, you, now you can move forward. The first thing I did is I created a vision. Okay, what do I want this product to look like? doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's an online product or a tangible product. Mm-hmm. What would I want it to look at in my mind? That's my vision. Mm-hmm. The second thing is I wrote down the goal. Okay. I've already accomplished this goal. I arrived it in a place where it's already accomplished. It's already done. I've already made it happen. But I'll make sure that my vision and my goal line up together. Right? Does it make mm-hmm. sense?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what's okay. the purpose of the... Oh, go ahead. Keep going.
1: No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, ahead.
0: what's the meaning of the 90?
1: The, that 90 days. That's the 90 days. That's what it took me to create. So it's 90 days. That's why the 90.
0: Okay, so you it took you 90 days to create your system Yes. for the things that you were trying to achieve.
1: The planner itself. Oh oh the planner itself. The okay. planner itself okay. took you 90 days. So so it made more sense to me to be a 90-day planner. Plus, it works in the whole year. So you have four of those four quarters which line up to be the same.
0: Okay. and
1: I was like it's the perfect system. It took me about 80 days, give or take, but 90 sounded better. And it was perfect, aligned, you can measure quarter. There's a lot more thought behind it because most people try to create a bigger goal. They're like, okay, what's my one-year goal, my five-year goal? What that's, do I want to create?
0: Right. And that's what I'm thinking of, especially because we're still in the first quarter of the new year. People are probably still connected to their new year's resolutions, but it sounds like this is a different approach.
1: It's, oh, yeah, it's a completely different approach. It's like work in 90 days. Now, and it doesn't matter if you're starting today or you started a month ago, when you work in 90 days, okay? And let me go through the whole system of the vision goal. The next reason you should, and I'll tell you why this all ties up together because the third reason is your why. Why do you want to reach this particular goal that you want, right? So we have a vision, goal, why, okay? Your why has to be a deeper connection of why do you want to start this course? Why do you want to teach yoga? Why do you want to, whatever whatever it is that you want to do, why you want to buy a house? It doesn't matter what your goal is. It's all the same fundamentals, but it's the reason behind why do you want to do that? Should be more than just money, right? I mean, it's why do I want to do this? My passion, I I want to impact people. I want to show this, all that good stuff. So we have your vision, your goal, your why. The fourth step, pretty simple. What actions are you willing to take towards your goal? You don't have to know the answers, all of them. You don't have, I'm not asking for the how. I'm asking for what actions you were willing to take, right? Mm -hmm. Most people get hung up on, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. Well, I'm going to just quit. I'm not going to do it, right? That's what happens to most people. Now that you have those four elements, okay, if you create it in 90 days, it's a lot easier for you to stay focused in 90 days. And the why is the pushing forward, right? So when you want to quit, you go back to your why. That's what say the why has to be strong. Why do I want to do this goal? Mm-hmm. that's what's going to help you stay and keep the momentum for the next 90 days because it's a lot easier, agree or don't agree, to stay focused for 90 days than to stay on, on focused for one year on the same goal.
0: Okay, so it's right? the 90 days part of it is to make it a little bit more of a, a digestible kind of...
1: Yes, and, and, and focused, you know, 90 days. So it's a lot easier for me. If I say, Karen, let's, let's create this business, but we're going to give it one year. You're going to lose the momentum as you go. But when you have 90 days, it's a lot more closer. You can yeah. see it. You can yeah. work backwards. You can plan a week at a time. If I say let's plan our whole year, it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah. It's just going to be a lot harder because you're going to lose the momentum. Right. When you get there, like okay, three months, four months, five months, six months. That's why New Year's resolutions don't work. Right. Because they create this is the New Year's. That's what I'm going to do for the whole year. Okay, great. Two weeks later, they're done because they a they don't have a system. B they don't work from the vision. See, they don't even have a strong why; it's not going to work. But when you work in ninety days frames, you can measure your progress. You can adjust and keep going, adjust and keep going. And for you, if you have one of our planners, we have for as one. There's also in the planner a weekly place where you rewrite your goals. Mm. You rewrite your goals every week to keep it fresh. Not changing the goal, very different. Not changing, rewriting the goals. So this way you stay in, because we don't change the goal; we change the plan to get to the goal, does that make sense? Yeah,
0: I wanna just take a pit stop here and talk about the why, because I've never actually heard about that, and I'm like an avid planner, I've only been, I mean, I've always been that way, matter of fact, I remember one of my first corporate jobs, I had my boss, she used the Franklin Planner system, and this was in the 80s, and she gave me my first Franklin Planner, which was like all the lists and everything, so I've always been, very into kind of organizing things. I've never thought, though, about the why. And I, I want to just kind of talk about it a little bit in the context of what my audience comes against. The, sure. Because my main focus is helping teachers understand anatomy, I have a good sense from my own experience of why that is important.
1: And that's I, that's it, right there.
0: Okay. So you're that's saying- the,
1: that's why is that important for you to teach them anatomy
0: why is that important yeah okay so for the for the teachers listening so i know for myself understanding anatomy is one of the most effective ways to connect with your students and to make a bigger impact because you're speaking literally to their bodies in ways that they can understand so it's one thing to learn it but not be able to share it through the cues that you give when you're teaching It's a different thing to learn it. And through the vehicle of clear, understandable cues, be able to share that with your students so that as they're moving on the mat, they're having these moments of, this person's talking directly to my nervous system. I'm totally getting this. And that connection can be very powerful, not only for the student who's now understanding something, maybe for the first time, even though they've been practicing for a while, but for the teacher, who's not practicing, but is just using the cues and looking at the students. And even though the the modality is I'm talking and the student's not, I can see what's happening in their body. And I know that my words are landing on them in such a way that they get it because I literally see the movement. And so there's connection both ways, me to the student, the student to me. And it's this great feedback loop. Um, So it sounds like what you're saying is, for For teachers in any of the goals that they set for themselves, they have to be able to define that why so that it's meaningful for them or so that it' well
1: meaningful. yes yeah let me put it this way which which I think will make sense any goal you set for yourself doesn't matter what the goal is honestly Karen doesn't matter what your goal is, you gotta have a strong why because if you if you if i if you tell tomorrow, come tomorrow. and and spend 30 days with us doing yoga. The first thing I said, why? Why would I come there? I mean, why would I even want to do that? That's not even a goal of mine. You understand, there's a reason to push you to the goal because when you want something, you got to find out why you want that something. And the deeper you go in, inside, not on the surface, on the bottom of your why, because like I said, it's not always about money. It's not always, for me, it's more about creating a bigger impact. Really helping more and more entrepreneurs and online businesses grow and in return for them to help their people so we can keep the world a better place, right? So that's my bigger, bigger why. I also have a huge why for what I want my big impact to be, which ties into something else with my grandfather that I want to do for him. So again, it's really looking at your why for any goal that you're setting. Whether you want to do yoga, whether you want to do meditation, whether you want to do whatever, why you want to keep doing that and why do you want to take it to the next level right Mm. so that's what i'm saying so it doesn't matter what your goal is those four elements will tie for anything that you want to do
0: got it now one of the other things that you mentioned and i think this i'm thinking this is part of the 90 day system versus the six month or one year system and you mentioned it too when you said you would have never envisioned yourself where you are now years ago which i always find such a such a like a hallmark of successful entrepreneurs, they oftentimes say, like, where I am now is not where I expected to be. That's so right. So is that kind of ingrained in the 90 day chunks? Because you don't want to necessarily lock yourself in to here it is January, let's say, and I'm going to say here's my goal for December, but that doesn't give me a lot of flexibility. Should things shift?
1: So th- So this is the way it works. This is the way it works for me is I have a bigger vision, but my vision is not where I want to be in 20 years because honestly, I don't care where I'm going to be in 20 years. I want to care about the now, something I can actually see close, maybe three months, maybe one year, maybe five year, kind of get an idea of where I'm going with this. But I also don't hold myself up and I don't get hung up by like, well, that didn't work exactly the same way. I let, I start, remember the first step is vision, goal, why, and action. And then with the action that you're going to start taking towards your goal, you're going to see more and more clarity. Originally, when we started this business, it was all about goal planners and planners, right? I mean, that was the whole thing that we we did. That was all goal setting, goal planners, selling planners. The more we planners, we are. Right now, we are a coaching company that helps people grow that happens to sell planner. But I didn't plan that. It wasn't planned a year ago. It just happened that my actions... Led up to clarity. Got it. You see what I mean? Yeah. So so there so you go. That's why I'm not worried about the five years from now. Most people, what's your five year goal? Well, did you accomplish your monthly goal or your quarterly goal? Well, no, then how the heck are you gonna accomplish a one year or five year goal?
0: Right. All right. Happen. Right. And do you find that oftentimes that's another thing that can hang people up is they're so attached to that end game yes. that don't even do the steps along the way.
1: Yes, because let me ask you a question. If you were to drive, I, I don't know where you live exactly, but if you were Boston. to drive from San Diego, Boston, okay, so if you were to drive from Boston, I don't know, to, to Miami, for instance, okay, that's a long, would you worry about every gas station, Starbucks, McDonald's along the way, or you would just drive and trust the process that they will be there when you need them as you keep going?
0: Yeah, yeah
1: right? It's the same yeah. thing. So you don't, you don't hung up on the whole thing. It's was like, I need to know everything along the way. I need to know exactly what's going to happen. Your goal is to get to Miami. You're from Boston driving to Miami and you're going to trust, there's going to be a process and every step, any, every mile that you take, it will unfold and reveal what's available for you now. And right. you might get this, you know what, I actually saw this. Let me pivot this way. The same thing for goal setting, have a vision, work from that place. And it's okay if that pivots along the way, because you will get more and more clarity. Yeah. Does it make sense?
0: Yeah. Now, maybe this comes up when you hear back from your customers or you go out and you do um, consulting for companies and and things like that. What if people have this kind of, and and I run into this sometimes when I work with individual teachers one on one and, you know, in some of the programs I have, uh, or even when I do, you know, workshops with a group of teachers some of the beliefs like i am not a planner i can't get things done on time like there's this identity issue where people have this identity around they don't have the kind like if anybody asked me i would say i'm a planner i get stuff done (laughs) you know like that's part of who i am and i believe that But what about people who for whatever reason how they were raised how they did in school they just don't believe that about themselves
1: so let me tell you this i am the type of person that in school i was probably one of the worst students i probably never read a book i probably failed most of my tests i don't like i didn't like to read writing i couldn't even spell half the words so am i and here i am created a planner a journal that it's all intention is for you to write This is what happens when we start writing for ourselves right now, because I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it for me. When you start writing, you get more clarity. You're actually writing that. You're actually putting that in there. It's a lot easier than doing this with your fingers and clicking it. So you don't have to be a planner company, uh, a planner, a planner person. I'm sorry. You don't have to be a planner person. But if you are just sitting down give yourself the opportunity to write, I journal a lot for myself. I really like every, I write down everything I want to accomplish. I write it down. It doesn't have to be in a system way. Anyway. When I sit down and write for myself, I get so much clarity, you know, and, and that's really it. It's giving yourself the opportunity to look. If you're not a planner, it has nothing to do. I'm not a planner person, honestly, because I only use this system, but there's those planners that ask you complicated question and it's heavy and so many things happen. This is very minimalistic. What is your intention today? That's the first question I ask you. What's your action for today? What is your intention today? towards your goal. That's the only question you got to answer every day. And I actually ask that question every day, Karen, via meditation. I meditate a lot, about three hours between night and morning. And I sit down and ask myself a questions. And, and through, you know, the universe or whatever, I get those hunches, which I feel that those are the answers that I was looking for. And I act upon those. But I ask myself every question, what is my intention today? What is it that I want to do today that will help me get closer to my goal? That's it. You write that in your journal and now go do, go be. That's it. It's not about spending the whole day and writing a journaling. I'm not the type of person, Karen. I don't write my own emails. I just don't, you know, because I just, I'm completely serious. I just don't do that stuff because I don't like writing. I like reading. Now I enjoy reading, but even now reading a book for me is so difficult. I got to read it twice to understand sometimes. You know, because I'm not book smart. I'm not school smart. I'm street smart. That's gotcha. just me. Yeah. Uh, but same, same thing for planning. It's, it's like, you know, give yourself the opportunity. But when you write it down, you know this. You get more productive. It's more organized. It's right there. You're writing it down with an intention. But also, I want to mention something about, you know, busy people compared to unbusy. When you write your goals, if you're using our system or not, make sure you understand the difference between actions towards your goal and your to-do list. Just because uh, you have a long to-do list doesn't mean you're productive.
0: So let's talk about that because I know a lot of, I mean, <laughs> people in general, not so much yes. if you focus on yoga teachers, but even within the context of yoga teachers who want to move forward in their careers and their development, you can get caught up in the doing, but, and a, a lot of times where I see this is teachers will come to me to invest in my programs and they've already spent Thousands of dollars going to this training and to that training and to that training and to that training and they're still feeling like there's this gap around understanding anatomy and they kind of were just kind of going with the flow of things. Well, that's how everybody's doing it. That's how everybody's getting supposedly educated on this. And then after just kind of being swept up in things, they'll contact me and I have a very specific approach and model and it's like the light bulbs are going off. Oh, now I'm getting it. Why did I not, you know? So talk a little bit about that, because I think you can get caught up, whether it's a to-do list or doing what everybody else is doing.
1: Well, there are a couple of things over here, but yes, especially for the to-do list. Look, just because you have a long to-do list, things that you got to do, doesn't mean that's why you want to work in goals, where you have a specific goal and you're going to take actions towards the goal. Anything else that's not lined up with your goal doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you can either delegate it. You have a podcast editor. You're going to delegate it to him. You're not going to deal with the podcasting editing kind of thing, right? I mean, you reached out to our employee, to Zoe, and spoke to her directly. I mean, right? Because I'm not going to hang up with a small – because they don't line up with my goal. My goal is to be on 120 podcasts this year. Great. That was one of my goals, and that's what we're going to do. But it's understanding the two differences. It's okay to have a to-do list, but then understand that it's not going to get you closer to your goal. If you want to stay busy, that's why you're being better productive when you write down and organize everything. And say, okay, this thing they're not as important. I'm going to delegate. I'm going to move it aside. This is what's important to me. That's why I'm going to focus. That's why you see people bouncing from course to course to course to course to get to you. Because they think that the course is going to do it for them. It's not going to happen because the course is not organized. Yeah. So they get overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. And then they're just going with the flow because everybody else is doing it rather than sitting and reflecting and say, okay, how is this thing going to help me? How is Karen's program going to benefit me rather than bouncing from this course to that course, thinking it's the course, actually asking that question, what is this information? How is that going to be relevant to my growth in in the yoga industry for instance
0: right right right.
1: it's understanding that reason which makes more sense
0: right I think the other thing when you were talking about a to-do list versus what was the uh, it was a to-do list versus action
1: action towards your goals
0: action towards your goals I think the other thing that trips teachers up in particular is and this is not just yoga teachers I think it 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 is a common refrain from people I'm so busy I'm too busy I can't get to that and
1: because they're not productive
0: right and it just seems to be like you can be busy 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 but are you getting any closer to your goals and it's, it's like then closer. you're going to be at some point in your life looking back saying i was so busy i never fill in the blank
1: exactly look but there's too busy there's busy good and there's busy bad right i mean so those are the people that i coach everybody that's in my community my membership community in my business if they tell me I don't have a time, if I sit with them for like 10 minutes, I show them how much time they have. The thing is they're spending time on the wrong things. Okay. Right? So, they're spending time okay. on the wrong things that don't line up with their goals. So therefore, they're busy doing things that don't matter. Right. You understand right. What I mean? Things that don't matter. Things right. that don't line up with their goal. That's what when you have a goal, say, okay, what would I like to achieve? Even from your course, from your group, I don't even know exactly the details, but I want to join Karen's program what's the transformation what do i want to achieve how do i give myself the chance whether it's i don't know it's a monthly yearly right. weekly whatever that may be what would i like to get out of it when you have a specific goal because this is what i would like to get out of it okay now let me begin this journey but now wow. you have a target you don't just go jogging or doing a half marathon or without having the finish line you got to know where the end is so this way you, you can keep yourself engaged right does it make sense so yeah. same thing but most people, especially teachers, I'm busy. I have to do all those things. I have to do all the things that my kids, my home, blah, blah, blah. blah we all have that. Right. But right. you can be good busy or bad busy. <laughs> it's just you're right. organized. You're better busy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now what happens if people set, even within this 90 day framework, they set yes. a goal and they don't hit it. Then what? Okay.
1: Well, do they change- what happens?
0: Do they change the goal? Do they
1: like roll it over into the new? Okay. So day? let me ask you this. The first of all, like I said, when you set a goal, like I said, well, you got to set the why. If that goal is very important to you, it's okay if it rolls up. You know how many times I've kept rolling over my goals, but I didn't just roll them. I actually made them bigger. Okay. The same goal just became bigger and bigger and bigger growing because when you at least have a goal in mind and you have the system that you're going to take every day to get there, even if you didn't hit hundred percent, you might've hit. or 40%. It's a lot better than 0%. Right. Right. And even if I tell people, I have a student in my community right now, she only can do 10% in 90 days. That's all she gets accomplished. But I told her, look, 10% is a big growth. If you can do it consistently in one year, that's 40%. Yes. Yes. Right. And just looking at those things and not getting hung up is like, oh, I didn't hit that goal. So I'm a failure. So I'm not good. This is not for me. No. It just work from that place. If 10% is all you can do, then 10% is all you can do, and that's completely okay.
0: Right. so but it's at least you have a gauge.
1: The,
0: right. It's more about the moving forward almost more than actually nailing it.
1: Yes. It's not about nailing it at all. It's not about nailing it. We're not a 500 fortune company in the stock market that we got to have to provide to the shareholders that we can make this happen. No. This is about us moving forward and whether you move fast or slow, they're both fine. A kid, both kids at the same age will walk in a different time. They will not work at the same day. Both of my kids started walking in different ages. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that one is better than the other. Right. One was ready. So they're both moving forward, but in different times and that's completely okay. So as long as you're moving forward and not backwards, right. And you're just in a slow growth, that's completely okay. And the better you will get, the more productive you will get, the more this simplicity you will get, it's all about consistency. I will only get good at yoga when I start doing it. Yeah. And when the more I do it, the better I will get. Yeah. But if I don't do it, then it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, because the other thing I'm thinking of is, since we touched a little bit on some of the, like, identities that people think are are part of who they are, I'm a procrastinator, I'm a this, I'm a that, I'm not a good goal setter. And <laughs> Do you find that even if they don't hit the goal, because they're kind of in this system of vision, goal, why, and action steps, even like this person you're talking about, she only reached a certain amount, 10%, although in that process, is she kind of chipping away at that self-limiting belief and starting to kind of prove to herself? Maybe I am the kind of person who can.
1: Anybody that's went through a system, anybody that works with us I mean, that was her problem at all. She had some issues uh, with our health and she can't, she can only do it. But look, as long as you can do the, more, the best that you can do, that's all you can ask of yourself. I cannot do what you're doing. You cannot do what I'm doing. We're both different people. I can do the best that I can do. As long as I'm honoring the agreement with myself and this is the best that I can do, that's fine. And she was thinking for a long while she was a failure. She is not good. She's just this is not working for her. But I was like, look, look at it in this perspective. You have moved 10%. You know, we call it the 1.1% rule every day. As long as you take one action every day towards your goal. I don't care about the outcome. You will get it done. The question is, are you going to, going to be the person that's actually going to start moving and taking action? Or are you going to be the one of the person that says, I'll just do it next week, next month. Then you can talk about failures and procrastination, whatever, because you're just not doing it. You're just, you're just pushing it further. Right. But any movement, whether it's one mile or 20 miles, it's still a movement.
0: Right. Right. It reminded me when you said, when you just said, um, Oh, God! about your word, it reminds me of that um
1: failure procrastination that, moving forward,
0: yeah, and that i that if you've ever heard of um Don Miguel Ruiz, the four agreements the you know the integrity piece, like be make your word impeccable, it's kind of like your word to yourself. It's like if I yes. say when I wake up this morning, this is my goal for the day, if I do that, even if I don't tell anybody about it, I'm not making that agreement. It. With myself, do you... do you?
1: Yeah, so every goal that I write for myself, every note that I write to myself, everything that I, I, I always sign, it. I date it and I sign it. Now, it's not a contract between me and somebody else. It's a contract between me and myself because I got to honor myself first. I got to honor the agreement between me that I decided that this is what I'm going to do. So that's one important to me. So it's honoring. So when you... If I say I'm going to go to the gym, I got to honor that decision because if I'm not, then I'm not honoring myself. I'm not lying to anybody else. Right. I'm lying to myself.
0: Right. Makes and sense. it's so interesting because I feel like in our culture today, you know, where we have this social media opportunity to be saying, here's what I'm doing. Look at what I'm doing. Here's visual proof of what I'm doing. This is what you're describing a much more personal thing where you're not necessarily, you know, saying it to anybody else. You're using the system to make an agreement with yourself. And That's that. Right that agreement should be as powerful as any any public declaration you would make.
1: Why not? Don't you honor yourself? I mean, that's more important than anything. Yeah. If I can honor myself, how can I honor everybody else? I cannot expect anybody else to honor me. So right. that's the first agreement. It's not about putting it out. If you put it out, it's because you want to put it out into the universe, and you're going to declare it. But the right. agreement, the first is, do I want to do this? And if I'm doing it, I'm doing it for me, not for anybody else.
0: Yeah. I love that because it really, um, it's funny in, in my teaching anatomy, I often use the word integrity in the context of teaching teachers how to look at a person in a yoga pose and look for the integrity in the body. You know, people aren't sitting in their joints, so they're not off balance. And it's funny how integrity to me can be used to describe the biomechanics of a shape of a yoga pose. But it also, Mm -hmm. of course, more commonly refers to kind of your internal kind of structural system around what we're talking about. Do you, are you accountable to yourself? And, you know, for the people that you work with, and even what you might see on, because I looked at your Instagram, and I see people commenting, like, this is the only system I've ever used, that's ever worked for me. Like, it's almost like you're building that integrity muscle in their body in their mind so that they start to learn they can do this yes they can be that that. kind of person
1: you know i've got so many comments uh from people like this planet changed my life literally i mean uh, instagram stories and and i don't even know how it changed their life but it's something that they did with themselves that kind of trigger things in their life to be changed. You understand what I mean? It's not about, oh, I just saved them for whatever reason. Because I read less of the comics like this helped me reach my goal and make six figures, seven figures, whatever. But this planet changed my life for me because it's all about they wrote this and they were committing to myself and they're writing their vision and they're taking their action and they're taking the step where before that they didn't have the tool, the guidance, the support to do that. And I guess somehow this helped them. So yes, it, it starts with the integrity for yourself first, for your honor, for yourself, what it is that you want to do. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I find that so fascinating because I think you can look at it just as like a tactical thing, but it's really a personal development process to, yeah. to goal setting. I love that. Um, so what um, I know you had mentioned, it doesn't really matter what time of year you start a process like this, and I know sometimes people are hung up on. Oh, well, it's we're already into the year. You know, it's too late. So what does that
1: mean? That means that you're going to waste your, your next nine months doing nothing.
0: Right, right. So what's kind of a kickoff process for somebody if they're finding like, whether a-
1: you get our planner or whether you get a blank journal? I gave you the steps. the The time for you to do it is now. Yep. Not tomorrow and not next week. It's now. Anything that in the past so far you've reached, it's in your past. It has nothing to do with your future. But for now, if you, make, you want to make a decision, if you want to try something, if you want to try something different, then make that commitment and start today. If you say, I want to do this, I'm going to start next month. Why next month, not today? What's the difference? There's no difference. All, when you say next month, you, just, you want to do it, but you don't really want to do it. So you're just pushing right. it further. Right. Today is the first step for you to do anything that you want to do. In, for your future and right. that's the reason we did it undated that's the reason you can start anytime you want there's no reason there's no excuse why well, you have to wait for the new year's resolution or end of the year or six months or first of april today if you want to make a change it takes one second one second to make that change starts with your mind and today is the right time to do it
0: got it got it um That's amazing. I mean, I just, I find the whole thing so inspiring and especially because you're living proof of what is possible. I mean, this is essentially your proprietary personal system that you used. I mean, it sounds like from- This
1: is all I use. I mean, And it just got better because we made it better and better and better. And we added the vision, the brain. There's a lot more tools that we teach in our community about goal setting and really how to live it. But I live this Karen every day not just writing goals, but the whole vision, the words, the words that we speak, the, the how do we live every day? How do we honor? ourselves, this is what I surround myself. It, it's part of my life. Like it's everything. I don't now. This is going to sound crazy. I don't sit usually every day and write my goals or write my actions because I already live it. You understand what I mean? Like I'm living this every day. It's right. automatic.
0: Right. It's kind of, it's who you are at a base level.
1: Exactly. It's automatic. I don't need to sit down and journal. I journal and I do other things. I have other things that I use and I create new concepts, but I, I live it every day yeah. and yeah. surrounds me ever. I mean, obviously surrounds me as you see, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more For, around. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. For the listeners, he's where we're, I can see him and he's standing in his office with all the, the inventory behind him. Well, uh, so I, wa- I want to ask yeah. you two more things before I forget. So you mentioned this a little bit, but I want to just, Give you an opportunity to talk to it just a, for a couple seconds. In this world of like, you know, Apple watches and electronic, this, that, and the other thing to track, tell me again the meaning behind you're literally writing this by hand.
1: So, a lot of people reached out to us and said, hey, why not create an app, right? Because everybody has a phone, as red as this. So, great. For me, goal setting, it's more when I sit down with myself and I reflect on what it is that I want to achieve and I want to write it down. I don't want any distractions, any notifications, any pop-ups, anything else, any emails, any things coming at any advertisements coming along the way. I just want to sit down and reflect. And you cannot do that with an app. You cannot do that with everything. Cause when you click, you're missing the touch. When you put your pen to paper, it's a it's signature. It's a contract that you sign with yourself. It's, this is what I want to do. And I think it somehow the whole thing goes around and comes and, powers up all the way to your mind so definitely that's why I think this is why we're still writing on paper you know mm-hmm. no matter how much electronics you have, do you use electronics all day long we do but this is what the power of writing does and when you're writing it down you want to remember it look it's funny when I was a student in school I mean the teacher would always make me write on the board huh? I would not be late I would not forget the homework you know thousands of times on the wall to remember what it is that you know I did but it wasn't about electronics, you know what I mean? So I think writing it down has a different power than, than clicking with your fingers. Because right. I think somehow it, 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 it's not touching, it's not connected.
0: Right, and I think too, the other thing that you're mentioning is, which is such a challenge, all the distractions we have all the time. So you yes. can sit down and say, I'm gonna work on this, but if you have like six tabs open on your computer and your phone's going off, it takes you like six hours to do it. <laughs>
1: exactly so i mean obviously we teach a lot of other things about that how to create habits and things like that but yes that's all when you write your goals you're only going to spend about five to six minutes five to seven minutes a day writing your actions towards your goal preferably all everything is turned off or at least it's not around you so you can focus on that and then go to your electronics go do your thing it's not a problem but focus first doing that reflect on that when you have a clear mind it's a lot easier right you wouldn't do meditation where you have like dance music going around and people are walking around you. Right. It's not going to, it's not going gonna, gonna to distract. That's what yeah. we do yoga. It's pretty quiet space. You've got to yeah. be isolated. But if I, if somebody was doing yoga now on my phone chatting, I'm sure I'm going to get kicked out. Got it. You know?
0: Got it. Okay. And then just the last thing I want to ask you is do you have um, or do do you have, and do you coach people to kind of have like two anchors in their day where it's like, I wake up and I, set what I'm doing. And then before I go to bed, I set for the net. Like, how does that work? Or is it like just, yeah, so, kind
1: of- yeah no, 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 no. I, I usually um, I don't teach people of how to do that at the end of the day kind of thing. But I mean, I usually, what I encourage people is when you first wake up, don't turn on ecology. I usually do what I do is I meditate for, for about 20, 30 minutes. i just listen. I calm down. I calm my mind. I start where I stopped the night before. I get to the studio and I write down my goals and my intentions for today, what it is that I want to accomplish today. And then, you know, I go along the day, create the things I work from the place. And then at night you could go back and kind of write down all your wins and your shares that you've accomplished, you know, and see how that can help you. But, Oh, what you've learned, what you didn't learn from before. Got Does that it it. make sense?
0: Yes. Okay. One more thing. I'm sorry. I'm having these, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, like, no, <laughs> no,
1: completely. <laughs>
0: um, is part of your system or when you, meet with people is there something um that people should be doing to kind of pat themselves on the back like is there some built-in kind definitely. of definitely yeah
1: definitely so every day you have like the wins area so i would definitely encourage people anybody you know we are so hung up on creating and doing and moving forward we don't stop and reflect what we have already accomplished what we have already done you know and i definitely encourage people especially when you're about to give up stop breathe, reflect. Look at all you've accomplished so far in life. And actually, the funny thing is, I guarantee that if you go back right now and look for all the things you have asked for along the way, most of them are already accomplished. You just don't realize that. I know that for me, for a fact, things that I've wanted, suddenly when I think I was like, yeah, I remember that I wanted that and I already accomplished that. I wanted that, I already accomplished that. And that's why I love the journalist, because at least you can have those memories in this planner. Uh, so you going forward? It's like, yeah, this is when I created my first yoga class. Yeah. This is when I forget to memorize I'm just throwing things out there, right? I mean, it just—you yeah. wouldn't throw this journal away. I guarantee 100. or Any journal that you write your things, you shouldn't, because that's all your memories. You've written in the now. I'm sure a lot of things you click your emails, you hit delete. It has no has no attachment, no reflection. You know, right,
0: right. No, this is—it's kind of like a journal and a planner in yes. one um and then the very last thing i know from looking on your website um that the planners also include inspirational sayings so tell me about that motivational
1: we just wanted to add yeah we just wanted to add some motivational quotes along the way to help you keep going especially when some you know while i was talking to you things pop up that i have i only have certain notifications pop on my phone especially motivations things where you know they come along the way and and they kind of motivate you like inspire you to keep going because we all need that little bit of push i need a bit of hand holding along the day you know you started the day good or bad it doesn't matter something happened you always need a little bit of a push a little bit and that's the reason we created is why not give a little bit more inspiration of people that have been some maybe you read something maybe it inspired you. maybe it touched you maybe it did nothing it's okay yeah but that's the reason behind it just to give it that a little bit push along the way
0: that's awesome Oh my God. I feel so inspired. I am like so ready to <laughs> <laughs> kind of move forward. So a few things before I wrap up, wrap up here. Yes. So as I mentioned to you before we started recording, I am going to be gifting three lucky listeners, one of your planners. And wow. I just want to tell the listeners that to be considered for one of the three free planners, you need to number one, be a yoga teacher. I know that the primary Listening group I have our are, are yoga teachers. Uh, you need to, number two, be willing to state three goals you have for this year. And number three, you need to be open to being a guest on the podcast so we can hear how you're doing and follow you on your goal setting process. So for anybody Love listening it. out there, if you uh, want to be considered for one of the three free planners, All you need to do is send your entry to me in uh, an email, karen at barebonesyoga.com. And I'm going to be selecting three teachers to receive the free planners by March 13th. Now, I also definitely want to encourage you to connect with Alon on Instagram for really cool, inspiring uh, posts. And his uh, Instagram handle is 90X. It's the number 90X goal planner. Now he is also generously offering uh, all of you listeners a discount on his planners. So when you go to his website which is 90x.co.
1: You got it 90x.co.
0: And use the code barebones25 you will get a discount. I'm going to put this in the show notes so you don't if you're walking around and listening you don't need to remember it. If for whatever reason, it's easier for you to email me, just email me, I'll give you the details. Again, my email is karen at barebonesyoga.com. So I wanna thank you so much. Thank you. For for being on today. I love making the connection one-on-one from the the event in October. And I really thank you for your time. And I can't wait, uh, we're recording this today. It'll go live in a couple of days. I'll send you the link. And I can't wait to hear the feedback from people. So listeners, please send us some comments. Uh, you can post a review or just comment on social media as well. We'd love to hear what you think.
1: Thank you, Karen, so much for having me. I really appreciate it.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.
1: Okay. Bye.
0: Bye-bye.